We're back. The Whiskey Hue, a podcast with three brown, three brown. <laughs> come on, man. What was that? Podcast with three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not those types who talking emerging media, e games, cannabis, and so much more without the bullshit. And most importantly, over whiskey. America calls Clyde Black, Athua Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. And by that we mean he identifies as he, him, her, she. <laughs> uh, we're three brothers, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. 2021 yes 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 yeah, like <laughs> we're coming in hot we're coming in hot how's it going fellas it's 2021 we're back for our uh new year of the whiskey hue um for our listeners who's been listening you know thank you for listening and thank you for joining us for another year of the whiskey hue we have some fun things uh prepared for the year uh but specifically uh, we want to dive into what we think about 2021 and predictions and let's get to it, fellas. You know, before we, before I do that, two things. Um, how's it going? All is breaking loose. The insurrection is going down in DC. Storm <laughs> <laughs> the Capitol, bro. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like the start of a novel. Man. Yeah. But everything's good for mine. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an episode of uh, House of Cards, man. I say, I swear, I swear. Um, and then, and then, go ahead. No, we should set the tone of like why we do this. The Whiskey Hue is the first one of the year, and we've been doing this for about a year plus, right? We started in yep. November, December, your house, 2018, something like 2019. Sorry, yep, right. Um, and the the wine cell and the whiskey, the whiskey cellar. cellar. Yeah. So, you know, I've received, I've received DMs. And in my case, that means texts because I'm lazy as hell with social media. So, <laughs> hey, folks that giving us feedback, they like our chemistry. That's what I'm hearing. They're, they're learning good information in an easily digestible manner. Uh, one cube, real whiskey, real talk. And that's what we plan to do, right? So we're here to have a conversation among friends. Hopefully our family of listeners glean some important information that's useful to them. And so that they can drop in convos to be the smart person at the water cooler when we get back to them and utilizing life insights that instigate creative thinking on their parts about business, tech and culture. Boom. That's what we're trying to do here. Right. Look at that. Love prepared. it. Love it. And just, and just so you know who we are, uh, we're a VC, a marketer and a biz dev guy. You know, we try to give all uh, perspectives from the black and brown uh, point of view. And uh, just give you the real, have fun with it, witty, sharp, and um, like I told mentioned, give you the information you need to be the smartest person uh, at the water cooler or in the room or at your home, whatever you need. So let's get to it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. All right. What are we what doing, Clay? <laughs> so first, so first, you know, Whiskey Hue. Oh, so, so first, Whiskey Hue, you know, we want to identify our whiskey of the episode. Uh, it's a new one, uh, one that I was just introduced to over the holiday season called New Riff Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, pretty good price point. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to sip on it during the episode. And towards the end, we're going to dive into kind of a, a deep understanding of, you know, what our thoughts are, flavor. Um, if you don't know by now, uh, Anthony will just say good or bad. You know, nothing more than that. It's good. Caveman style. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. No. <laughs> Like a scratch and sniff sticker on the shit, right? That's how you Listen, describe it. I, 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 out of the three of us, I'm the one who goes, you should buy it. You should buy uh, it. <laughs> most important. Okay. Most important. Uh. That's the most important. If I'm spending, some of the bottles we've had here start off at like, what, 130, 140. You know, we yeah, had some mix. over 45. Yeah. 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 So if we if we if we got one forty where Clyde's over here like you know the tasting notes I had cinnamon and, uh, and a little a little kick in the back and then and the fool's like well see well I'm really a guy who likes uh, cobalt and uh, you know and so someone's got to tell you buy or don't hey, buy. Right, right, right. He's like hey man it's kind of like Lafroy. I'm like tastes kind of like my shoe. Honestly, it's <laughs> another sponsor. Let's get going. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen of the Whiskey Hue, uh, this is what we do. We're diving into another episode. We want to kick off this this year with 2021 predictions, um, where we think um, the market, economy, Main Street, Wall Street, everything in between, where is it going? Um, if you didn't listen to our earlier episode, 
I think it was episode three. We did the same thing for 2020. I think we got some stuff right, some stuff wrong. Uh, but check it out. More things right, than more things wrong. So check it out if you haven't listened to it. But this year we want to dive into 20, 2021 predictions and make you a little bit smarter about all things. So um, before we kick off, one of the things I want to highlight today was um, the market. Let's let's start there. The market overall predictions. Um, you know, right now we I think we're in an all time high high on the on the Dow. Um, going it's a hockey stick. <laughs> we had a, a major pandemic. Everything went to shit. And then since then, everything has been on fire. Um, that was 2020. So 2021, where do you think it's going, fellas? Shoot it, mate. You want me to go? All right. Um, I'll start with a simple one. And unlike Clyde, I'll share share the spotlight. Can take the microphone back and forth. Clyde comes out. He's like, let me give you, he's the guy that takes the first and last cookie and all of them in between. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys get on the mic too. All right. I'm just going to hit you with one and you can jump in. Specs will have a day of reckoning at some point. A lot of folks are overpaying going on, right? There's a lot of overpaying going on for companies. Um, chum with the guy we, we love dearly, but you know, he's, he's a culprit. <laughs> he's kind of the granddaddy of the new emergence of specs. Uh, Right now, a lot of unsophisticated investors and shady operators can be involved in some of these companies. So a lot of them, it's great. It's a quick, efficient way to get the company's IPO into market. But a lot of them don't get the due diligence. So that's my thing. A lot of overpaying going on right now. So we'll see that hit the fan late this year, early next year. But that's coming. And for those of us who don't know, SPACs mean special purpose acquisition company. Acquisition company. Acquisition company. So basically, yeah, it's a blank Ooh. check. Basically, somebody has a blank check, has a shell, doesn't have a company, goes and finds a company, inserts it into that shell, takes it public. Boom. Done. I remember when we first mentioned this back in midsummer when SPAC, I was over here like, SPEX? <laughs> He's like, what you call me? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it sounds like a racial term, right? <laughs> I've like, been called a lot worse, but damn, it's pretty close. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, so, you know, when it comes down to my 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 expertise click you know you two are much more ingrained on that side of it but i feel like there's going to be a leveling off on the market as a whole somewhere between late summer i i i listen you can sh- people don't see it but the fool's shaking his head i think i think there's going to be something that's going to happen listen i i know they're going to continue to keep break the fed's going to continue to keep the rates low um, just because you know now we have you know, that's what they've been doing anyway i don't think the biden administration is going to change that I think it's going to stay stay level, but there's going to be something I feel where there has to be another up. There has to be some kind of change in the market or uptick where, or like you said, day of reckoning. And I think that's somewhere around the end, of, roughly around the end of Q3. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the I think that's the point. I don't know what that looks like. You know, I don't know if these IPOs slow down this year. I don't know if if more people, these companies that shouldn't go public or go to all these. SPACs uh, start to, or the companies that are in these SPACs start to have their day of reckoning in, internally, right? Like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think, I, but I do think things going to slow down a lot. Like we can't keep on this hockey. Yeah, stick. it just doesn't make sense at all. I agree, me. but so there will be some volatility. Yeah, no, no, I agree, no, no, there'll be some volatility. I, the un, go ahead, Clyde, go ahead. Now I'm just gonna say I actually disagree with you both. I think SPACs will continue to rise and thrive. Um, Primarily two reasons. One is because uh, there's a lot of money sitting on the sideline. Uh, growth from some of the companies outside of the main tech companies are it has it's been very low, and people are looking for yield. Um, I think it's a couple trillion dollars sitting on the sideline right now. Um, and then the second piece is SPACs typically have two years to go out and buy a company before they have to turn back the money. So right now, I don't think there's a, a high urgency because a lot of these SPACs have. Um, came under creation over the last year or so. Um, so they still got more time to play with the money, find companies and invest in. So it won't be a lot of concern at this point. So I see it still having another good year of uh, a runway with the SPAC activity. I mean, you think about some of the major creators of SPACs are pretty much experts in different fields, right? So people want to put their money in them. Um, you talked about... Um, Mm, Bill Ackman, you're talking about Chumit Palipatia. No, so I agree yeah. with, so I think we're saying similar things. So, mm-hmm. and I think what you and Cl- Anthony are saying are separate. There's the market and then there's SPACs. Yeah. So SPACs will 
there's going to be a ton of them keep going through because money's cheap right now. So that's going to yeah. keep flooding through. What I'm saying is at some point, and we said this when we actually covered SPACs back in June, July, whenever it was, 18, 24 months after a lot of these hit the fan, a lot of them are starting to hit the fan because people are going to see, wow, these companies don't deserve this valuation, right? So that's going to hit. That might end, hit end later this year. That's not going to be a market turmoil causing thing where it causes a huge dip. It will cause some volatility. Absolutely. Um, so I agree with, I think I'm agreeing with you, Bill. We're in a recession right now. We're in a yep. recession right now. Uh, someone asked me the day, when's this recession start? No, we're in it right now. Just the market's completely independent of it, stock market. So we're in it now. I think with, we got the blue wave. So I have different thoughts about it. So there's a blue wave. So Senate, all three parties are with the Dems. So that might be some heavy spending. There's not going to be any cut in taxes. I'm sorry, an increase in corporate taxes. He won't be able to do that in the next two years because we are in a recession and he needs to pump money into the market. So typically you would see a blue. I'd be scared as hell if I saw all blue or all red. I'd just be, that's me. That's, that's my own personal as a moderate. Um, but right now is the one safe time that it might be okay because we're in this pandemic. Uh, if it was normal times, it'd be scary. Either side getting co- complete control of all three branches. But this way, uh, we're in a pandemic. They can't go ac- and do those other things they typically would, either party. So they're going to be putting it towards getting us right. And I think they're going to be putting a lot of effort towards that. All right. All right. All right. So we got that prediction. So some. So you're saying SPACs are going to go the wrong way? Fine. I get hit up twice a month. Hey, you want to be involved with this one? I don't have the money of some of these cats to play like they do, right? <laughs> it's, it's my whole bucket. It's a drop in the bucket for them. It's my whole bucket. <laughs> yeah, um, nice. Uh, so it, it, it's happening. That's going to continue at least for the next six, eight, nine months. And then at some point, you're going to see it tail off. All right. So let's let's pick up the next one. Let's pick up the next one. Cryptocurrency. Um, Bitcoin, other coins have been on fire especially over the last maybe three to four months, uh, driving from 10,000 to 30,000 over a four month period for Bitcoin and some others that equally yielding as, as uh, good a performance. So what are your thoughts on the cryptocurrency uh, for 2021? To the moon, to the moon. I think okay. it's going to hit hundred K at some point. I'm going to put it Bitcoin. I'm not saying it's going to stay there. I say it, it could go down to 12. It could go up to 50, 50 safe, 60 safe. I'm just going to put it out there just to be for the hell of it. I think it'll hit 100K at some point by within 12, 14 months from now. Wow. Could be three months from now. It could be. Now we're doing two years. Yeah, he don't follow the rule. He said 12 to 18 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, 2021 predictions. Here comes the rule going to no, You got all the head. You got institutional money. So here's the thing. Three years ago, institutional when all these cats were coming in, like, I'm an investor. Because the market just went straight up, kind of like it's been doing yeah. lately. Market went straight up. So, like, I'm an investor. All right. Then they lost their shirt December. I wasn't laughing. I just didn't hear from them anymore that I'm an investor. I'm like, yeah, now you're realizing that investing, there's there's volatility there. Um, you know, So, you're always winning in an up market. <laughs> you know, that mark only goes up. But when there's volatility is when you have to see if you can weather the storm. I think this time is different. Before it was just the retail cats and a couple of the core cats, uh, you know, before. Now it's institutional players, a bunch of money being pumped into it. Banks are getting onto it. I think Ethereum, I'll say it again. I think it's going to be the one that doesn't win out in the end. Bitcoin obviously has a place, but Ethereum is the most, most usable, most feasible to use as a, a product to develop, to drop services and everything on. Bitcoin is an asset. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't like you said. I don't see the price increase ever stopping. Well, not ever stopping. It's, it's just, it's just constantly moving up. What I like, I battled after we, you know, had that conversation about uh, cryptocurrency in our in one of our previous episodes. Is what is the, what is the use case, and when is it going to start being used? Right, yeah. like it's a, uh, it's, it's. On a on a scalable basis, right, where it becomes like oh, second nature that people start to have, uh, start to say, "I want to use my Bitcoin or whatever Ethereum, Ethereum, whatever it's Ethereum. called." Ethereum. I was quite. I was quite. Go ahead. Go Ethereum. Ahead. So right now, Ethereum? the major, the, one of the major reasons why it's is driven up from like the ten thousand range. So where is that all time high today at thirty six thousand? Was uh, driven by more places starting to do stuff with it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, eBay launched it so that you can, their merchants, I think they have 26,000 merchants and take Bitcoin. 
Um, and now a lot of the or, uh, companies are sitting up saying, okay, if, if uh, PayPal is going to do it, I mean, excuse me, eBay is going to do it, you know, people like uh, other organizations like Square and other other places are looking at it as well. So Square's already in. PayPal's already in. Yep, eBay's yep. in now. Yeah. Yep. 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 So more more avenues are opening. Um, you won't be able to go to you know a bodega and buy a, a, <laughs> some milk with your with your Bitcoin. I can't get a chopped cheese at a bodega. <laughs> and and bodega owner's like, I'm shutting down forever. I'm done. Thanks, right, bro. Right. 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 But. I think the way that it's working is that, you know, the banks are going to start to get in it, but the way that they may have to, um, maybe some issue and my prediction around cryptocurrency and specifically like Bitcoin is around the regulations may change and you may have to start identifying who you are and providing mailing addresses for the cryptocurrency, which defeats the purpose of having a, a, a cryptocurrency um, because, you know, the underworld is, is why it was designed and making sure that you didn't know who you were and you can get, get tracked back to. So I think with the new administration who has different thoughts on the regulations will impact the uh, price of cryptocurrency as it, as it uh, continues to go. One tag onto that. So with Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, they're ahead of the curve on all of us. Like what I'm saying is they have information of what regulations are to come. So of course there's black market. There's black market in the, in dollar bills too, right? Regular greenbacks. So that's, that's fine. That's part of the gig. Um, it, it may have been initially set up for that, but it's obviously to become a use case. What Anthony's kind of alluding to is that you have to have everyone involved with it or at least 75, 80% of the population, right? So if JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs kind of already know the regulations coming down the road, I don't think it's going to impact. I think this thing still grows. This thing's going to fly. I think Ethereum, I think Litecoin is the other baby. Oh, those, those three are the ones you'll hear about. There's going to have to be what we talked about before. There's going to have to be some kind of regulation. I don't think it's going to happen in 2021, but because you're now talking about a monetary system that has no borders mm-hmm. and, and that there in itself can, can disrupt any country's solidified or established monetary system. So if I got, if I have my Bitcoins and I buy a product overseas and you can't track it, (laughs) you can't track it, you can't tax it or whatever that nature. So it becomes an issue. I think, I think Clyde, like a fool is giving, is giving 2022 predictions. All right. All right. So so my prediction here is that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency will continue to rise throughout 2021. um, So that you know, we can have a baseline. Uh, I want to list off the top four cryptocurrencies. 36,000 is where Bitcoin is at today. Ethereum is at $1,197 today. Litecoin, $167. And then Bitcoin Cash is $452. So those are the top four. So one thing we'll be able to do is revisit this at the top of 2022 and see if uh, there's been a substantial difference or, and our predictions will be correct. Put a, put a number out there, man. You can't say summer's coming. It's going to get warmer outside. Give me a number. I'll give you 100K. What do you got? Let's, one of us will be wrong. You one of us will be right. You said 100K. Oh, are we doing just Bitcoin? Bitcoin, you said 100K. Yeah. I I say there's going to be a, a run up and there's going to be a dramatic dip, just like it did previously. Yep. So I would I would be, I would be, I would feel comfortable 25K. That's where I'm going. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm going to clearly win this one. Okay. <laughs> no, there's going to be a huge dip. Obviously, there has to be a huge correction because that's yeah. the way they, if you just know the way, uh, there's there's a little market manipulation. Let's just call it that. Um, so, so you guys, can I, I'm going to give my number. Yep. Give, give, it, give it in. Give it in, baby. Are you high or by the end of the year? No, just, the year. that's the hard thing because you can't say what's going to happen a year from now. It's, give me a high. They're high. I think the high by... At any point during 2021 is 65. Okay. That's a good, that's a good safe number. I'm going to go to second base. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So that's a totally different question than what I answered, Dan, because I was going predictions for the end of the year. You're doing mm-hmm. a high, which can be any part throughout the year. We're not on the same page. So what else, what I'll say is, you, you know, listen, we are, we are what, three what individuals I, with our own mind. Hey, man. So we, <laughs> what else, what else? We won't be on today, right? You start questioning. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Well, I'll say if following so, through, following the rules, group. uh high throughout 2021, I I say it's going to be probably 60k. Oh, yeah. Okay. It'll and, low, and, and and uh, and the end of the end of the year. That's what we really. Well, 25k, 25k for me. End of the year be 25k. End of year, I'm going to 75, 80. Okay, end of the year, I'm going. Uh, 
I'm going. I'm going 45. Mm. Again, safe. I like that one. It's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Listen, hey, hey, a volatile, a volatile product. You got away. Oh hell yeah, it's gonna be. But so much cash being poured into. Like, trust me, all the conversations I'm hearing and I'm part of is it's a lot. We're gonna have our friend Greg Greg B on in a couple of weeks. He's delved deep into the space, and this is a fixed income guy. And you guys know about this, so he's a fixed income guy. And the fact that he's so hyped on it and has a lot of information. So, and he's talking to a lot of powerful cats. Uh, that's why I have these numbers. So we'll bring him on in a couple of weeks to revisit that conversation. Sounds good. All right. What's the next one? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so the next one uh, for 2021, what companies are going to pop uh, from Boom. the standpoint of startups, Boom. new companies? Boom. What's going to pop? Ooh. Uh, let, let, let me get some clarity around this one. Yeah. Okay. So, I agree. So, so when we say pop, are we saying on a market or are we just saying like big moves? Who's going to be the Zoom of 2021? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, right. As long as we don't have a pandemic. Peloton, Zoom, like, you know, who's going to kill it? I mean, it could be a pandemic or not. Oh, I got one. I got one. I, I, Athul, Athul mentioned it last in our, in our end of the year mind. episode. Take my mind. Mind. I, I like Palantir. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. I think Palantir because they're they're making a consumer product. They're I mean not consumer product. They're they're cutting up their product um, to because most of their clients have been government, 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 government <laughs> and now they're now they're going toward corporation mm-hmm. individual use. Maybe um, that's going to give them a, a, a nice pop. Um, and I think, and listen, <laughs> I think there could be something that if done right. They probably could blow up a little this year. Okay, not nice. Blow up. Let's, let's, let's say I'm not saying blow up. They can fill their balloon a little bit more. Okay, I'm gonna put Roblox out there. I think they're gonna kill it. The IPO. I'm oh, all over. I think they're doing it. In, nice. That's the one that you're going with. I think they're they're gonna nice. they did it in a respectful manner. They're kind of taking. They don't want to go the DoorDash approach. Hey, put me out there and just drive me up four hundred thousand <laughs> percent. They're gonna come out. That's why they pulled back on their IPO in December. Let's come out with some real numbers because we want to be a real company. Boom. Which company? Say the company again. Roblox. Our kids are all over yours and mine, right? So Roblox is gonna pop. Look, I know Roblox. I know they're, they allow developers to make. They actually have equal share and develop for the developers or engineers. Okay, I'm gonna just say one thing, right? Just to piggyback on your comment, Anthony. There's there's Uh-oh. regular engineers that start there, tech cats, and within two yeah. three years there with the share the options that they get, they're millionaires. Yep. At twenty, yeah. and they're not even like twenty four years old. They start there twenty like. That's fire. Good. Tech. I'm going to talk about that later. We got to get more of our kids into tech to compete with the world. But we'll do that later. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, and we also need to tell them, nah, I'm going to leave that for my shit. You should know. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Clyde, what you got? <laughs> so for me, I, yeah. So for me, I think it's going to be uh, something tried and true and a little bit boring. I see the um, car companies coming to compete. The likes of Ford and GM um, are going to be really, they, they were really aggressive launching all those models. Uh, maybe it's just a Michigan and me, but I see Ford and GM really, really making a, a huge turnaround, especially in the, in the world where uh, more and more people are buying vehicles because they're stuck at home and can't fly. I see them as being uh, target takeoffs. So let's Which go to the category. I like that. I like that one. I, I'm waking up. Hold up. Um, you called me on that one. You called me on that one. I think it is the Michigan in you. Yeah. You think it's, <laughs> oh, there's an opportunity, right? Hey, let's take this. Let me go sexier with this. All right. Let's take Tesla. All right. I'm going to take Tesla. I agree with Elon Musk. The stock price should not be that high. And that was the one I got wrong last year. But guess what? I doubled down like any true investor does who you, you don't go with your wrong statements. You go with, hey, where's the money at? <laughs> so I, I, I started trading it later, later in the year. I think they acquire is a Ferrari and Aston Martin. They require, acquire one of them because I think those two are private. Lamb- no, Lamborghinis under the other. Is Ferrari or Aston Martin are private companies right now. When your stock valuation is this high, when people are giving you, in a sense, higher margin, which I call free money, you need to go use that. You do a cat. You do an all op, all stock deal type of thing and acquire one of those companies. Bring them in. Driving a. Uh, hybrid Ferrari? What's going on, man? <laughs> Actually, the whole beauty of a Ferrari is you hear the engine. Tesla, you don't hear shit. So you can put fake, <laughs> in, fake 
pounds in, right? They do that on Teslas. But yeah, uh, I'll that out there. Tesla's going to buy one of these. Let's throw some boring companies out there. Hey, we should say one thing, though, man. First of all, we are not financial advisors, <laughs> right? Not you at all. Check with your cats. No, trust me. May I take a quick pivot? Because someone called me on something, and I, I want to give them VS, right? Um, just so you know, because we, we talk, us three, we talk about a lot of companies you have to do your own work and your own finance. You get your own financial advisor because that's not what we're doing. Because like someone called me up, a dear friend of mine. He's original member of the Daddy Scotch Club. Uh, <laughs> we in my neighborhood. We used to, we meet up with bottles every 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 couple times every couple of week. And um, he called me up on our first or second third episode last year that we kind of relaunched. Uh, I'm glad he did this. He said, "Yo, man, Athul, you got Amazon, Apple, Disney, Walmart, Target, right? But homie, you blew it with that bad TJ Maxx thing." So, okay, so we're 10 feet apart outside of my backyard here and drinking four of us. And he's telling me, he's telling me this, man, you, you, I lost money on that one, right? I said, to, he goes, they've been garbage. I said, you're right. I said it. And I own it. But you know, you got to do your own for research. And I said, don't, I said, do your own research, but here, let me make this right. I'll swim through this pile of a million dollars you made on Apple, Amazon, and all those other cats <laughs> to give you a thousand dollars you may have lost on TJ Maxx. It'll be itch. But, <laughs> but you know, you have to do your own research and you know, He's right. I'll, I'll own what I said was wrong. I also said Tesla is going to like tank off. I was wrong, <laughs> you know, but you got to, yeah, you got to, yeah. you got to pivot when you, when you get them right. But like, yeah. So we are not financial advisors for you. You have to do your own work. Sure. We're not legally allowed to. All right. Jump back to categories. You want to do a category? I think oil's going up. You already said, okay. you know, I think home fitness, cyber security, all that. I'm not trying to be like client to take them all, but like e-commerce, you know, 40% year over year increase by August, September of last year. I think it continues. Uh, I think we've now we knew we can do 100 percent of it from there, but we're we're gonna have a hybrid once we can get back. People want to go to Target, you know. You know what? I shut you down like I got shut Clyde. Out. Stop taking everything. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna quit. <laughs> go go ahead. Jump in. <laughs> I don't know. Go no, actually, I just wanted to do that just to mess with you. Uh, I don't. I don't care. Honestly, I. I so well, how about how about what industry? What industry this year has a massive uptick, and which one has a massive? Uh, fall off the cliff. Cybersecurity is through the roof. I think you're going to have hybrid. People are going to want to get back into offices and they're going to continue with the hybrid model working from home. I love this. I'm getting a lot more done. It'd be great to have the kids in school so I could focus more. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't mind this model because I'm getting a lot more deals done, everything just without having to leave my room. <laughs> you know? Right, um, right, right. I do think cybersecurity, like if you have traders, you have anyone with sensitive information, company, corporate information, you need to protect that. Cybersecurity is going to go through the roof, cloud computing, all of that kind of stuff. And that falls in that realm. On my side, I, I think it's going to be something that's uh, going to have a dual effect. Sin stocks. Uh, sin stocks from the perspective of cannabis, gambling, uh, those two things will have a dramatic increase. I don't know if you saw, but... You know, with the election for uh, Georgia making yeah. the um, making it you know yeah. blue and having Senate uh, Senate majority, um, the weed stock went on fire because what's going to happen is uh, a lot of these states and maybe even federally they're going to legalize weed and then uh, the states will be able to tax for it. The, the reason why Rain. high as hell. The reason why uh, right now we're going through a pandemic, we don't have a lot of tax base across the board because people are losing jobs, et cetera. Money's being short that the states need to find money from somewhere. So they're going to let weed come in, let sports gambling come in so they can tax it and make some money off of it. Cause at the end of the day, uh, the, the states need money from somewhere. And they're, and they're collecting. The oh yeah. Are collecting. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, uh, it's annoying. Cause like in my building, on my floor, man, we got a couple of cats lighting up any time of day, any time of day. I drop the garbage off in the morning. Lit up somebody. I'm smelling it. I don't really, I'm not a consumer. I do not like the smell. It smells like hell to me. <laughs> you know, so like, but you can, you know, across the most of America, you could share a joint pretty much like you're saying, cause you got a blue wave. They're going to let it happen. Oregon, you can share needles, baby. Cause they did they agree to add like cocaine, like little amounts, heroin. You can have it all. <laughs> Let's take this up a notch. Whoa, whoa. Pull it, put the needles away, bro. This <laughs> ain't doing enough. <laughs> Uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, we're going to use that way in. Yeah. No, I, so for me, I think what what falls off the cliff and continues to fall off the cliff, unfortunately, or fortunately, or depending on your perspective, movie theaters. Mm. I don't think, regardless of a vaccine, I don't think they're, I don't think they're coming back. I don't, I like not coming back to the full. Like it's going to take another year or two, I think, before people I fully get comfortable. And it's interesting to see some of the uh, movie the movie companies holding on to pushing out some of their 
big releases that they were supposed to have this past summer until this summer. Mm. I think what well, like Top Gun was supposed to come out. They pushed it to December. Are you waiting for that movie too, Anthony? To <laughs> I, I've been, I literally, I have been waiting for that damn movie. I don't know why, but I'm a fan, so I've been waiting mm. for it. Either way, I think the doubling down uh, of some of the movie uh, houses putting it on streaming is something that's to, to pay attention to about uh, movie theaters. And I know, I think what Clyde, you said it last our end of the year episode, or I don't know, one of you two <laughs> said it, that, that, that is, this is the whole idea of how the movie sh- companies are keeping their movies and possibly putting them on the streaming pr- platforms. It's going to be a game changer, continue to be a game changer um, this year. Yeah, they haven't they haven't innovated in the theaters as much, right? You get great sound systems. You want to see like Avengers type of things there, but we are the home theater has really amped up, right? Um, but I, I will I will double down on what I said last in our end of year episode twenty twenty recap. AMC, I bought some shares. It was a dollar ninety eight. I bought a couple hundred shares. I'm like, whatever, man. If I lose the money, whatever. But I think if someone comes in like a Disney, Netflix, somebody bought, comes in and pops them, like look Disney. Let's go into Disney real quick, man. I remember I said it last week, like hey, let's get. Some of these cats might double down for the experience and then they can, they can create like a, an aura around it. Disney is a flywheel company, right? They wanted to read what Clyde, you probably have the numbers. I got them somewhere like 90, 90 million by 2000. I got, I found them here. 2024. They already got that number. 260 yep. million by 2024 is the revisit, right? Mm-hmm. Disney is a flywheel business model in our community. Like in my world, we look for those kind of companies where they, they're, you, let's say you, for an example, you release a piece of content, Avengers. It's a flywheel. It spins out into so many other rev models. You got the parks, merchandise, all kinds of every piece of content can also be monetized. Theme parks, rides, merchandise, whatever. Netflix content has nowhere to go. Right. So they need to get, I think, Netflix or an Apple or somebody could come in and acquire uh, some of like these AMC. And like we said, they don't have to buy them all, maybe 60 percent of them and create experiences. Well, yep, yep. well I think that, that was going to be. Yeah, I was thinking about. Keep, uh, keep, uh, baby, I'm going to uh, talk about all day. <laughs> no, nah, I was thinking about like the AMC theaters as well, as far as throwing some money at it, uh, because you know it's so cheap, and you know your predictions of last episode made total sense, and it may happen. One of the things that uh, was interesting, it kind of along the same lines of streaming, was around the Quibi uh, acquisition of their mm-hmm. their, their content. Uh, Roku, uh, the streaming service, acquired mm-hmm. Quibi's assets for the content that they own. Um, so it was something I think we actually mentioned during one of the earlier episodes when we found yeah. out Quibi was being so I mean being shut down. So that was a good good uh thing. I, how much did they get? How much did they get how, did they get them all? Uh, how much did they pay? It, they, the num- I didn't get a, a view into the numbers. They didn't necessarily come out with them. Okay. Um but you know I, they probably got it for pennies on the dollar. I mean what else were you gonna do with it? Not that I'm going to give any financial advice, but for every 20k you put into Roku with them in March, you got 50k right now. That's all I'm saying. Just that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's that was a hot stop. So you drink some of you? Everything was hot, but I mean, <clears throat> uh, what we, what's what's the next topic? What are we talking about? I got something for a company surprise. Well, what I think a company's going to do. I would say, um, go ahead. Let, let's do that. Do that. All right. So Apple. I think Apple buys in or acquires some small or a medium-sized movie company because they need content yeah. for Apple TV. I think that, I think the I had this conversation with a friend. I don't think we Apple typically organically grows um, their lines of business. I don't think they can play. I, I don't think they can organically grow their line this business because content. Yeah. Because of what Netflix has done, people need an insane amount of content, and if you do not give them content. They will start signing off yeah. and cutting their streaming service, uh, monthly streaming service. So I think they have to buy in um, and to buy some content from different players. That makes sense. And I think, that makes sense. And, I, and I think, I think there's going to be some players out here, movie companies who are willing to sell batches of their content a little bit more, uh, a little bit more freely than we think. Because if you think about it, that's the same model that they did with Beats, right? They tried to launch their own streaming service. Um, and they say, you know what, Beats is out there doing it much better than we are. Um, let's just acquire for dropping the bucket of what we have in cash in around $3 billion. And then they've turned it into a whole, just just change the game with the streaming service on the music side. So that makes total sense on the movie side. 
More broadly, Apple will just continue to slay the competition. New products, acquisitions. I, I completely on with on board with you, AG. I'm I'm fanboy of Apple. <laughs> I've been following them for 16 years, man. Hey, man. Um, good one, nice. good one. What else you got, man? Should we go? Uh, I think Instagram is uniquely positioned to push a strong combo of social media and e-commerce. I think they're starting to do that. Uh, my kid gets on my account more than I do. I found out that he looks at Spider-Man pictures and tries to draw. Them. Had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> on Instagram, he gets on my Instagram account. Cause I, I don't go in to get into him that often, but he's, he's on there and, uh, he sees Spider-Man. You know, you don't go on Liking pictures from our posts on our account. Uh, today, five today I got into like our stuff. I'm like, hey, shit from like three weeks ago, man. I don't know. You know me. <laughs> kind of slow to the game, the social media thing. Let your son run your Instagram account, man. Okay. <laughs> I got one. But um, no, that, that's, I think that's going to happen. Um, I, well, I'm going to throw one thing out there um, divergence and approach to work and education. We've been doing this whole oh. thing. Let's aggregate, come together. Everything's kind of similar. You got your elite schools, you got your elite companies to work for, and everything else kind of falls in line. And and there's been fairly kind of consistent. I think it's going to change up now. It was fairly similar the last past decade, I think. You live on the coast and you're working your tail off. That's kind of the go-to model. I think now there's going to be a lot of experimentation. We know the hybrid model can work for certain industries, not all. And I think people can see the cost savings and the amplification of just productivity and but there's always there's always going to be an itch for the people traveling and all of that, right? So I think it's going to be exciting, dynamic, somewhat confusing. Uh, how we are approached to education, remote plus in school, hybrid models, and for work, retail space. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I I, I find it interesting because I'm now getting targeted on Instagram by WeWork. Um, what's, that, what's that say about you, man? <laughs> I, was kidding. I, was kidding. Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's a great question. That's why I just said that. <laughs> Um, I think I, I do think there's going to be a, a way people are going to start going back into offices. Yeah. Um, people already already are already are. Excuse me, um, but I think there's going to be more of an influx come Q4. Or maybe just going to hold off um, a little bit to 2022. But I think there's people who are going to want to go back to the office. There's people who want to go back to the office. Yeah, I think parents do not necessarily unless they're just tired of their kids and they need to get the hell away <laughs> i think i think people who non-families people who are families who are pretty much going to prop up new york city and san francisco are going to go back to the office yeah. soon um and that's just share for share uh, just share idea that they're bored as hell being at home mm. and if they get the option to go in for two or three days a week and not forced to go in five days a week they will yeah, especially at this long through about the head. No, I mean, so you got yeah. the young folks want they need. They, yeah, you know, and then look, the appetite for travel is going to blow up. It's going to in a good way. I'm saying like June, July, whenever we can get back out there, I think it's going to be huge. And for corporate travel, right? Like you said, Anthony, people without fams or folks with fams that need a break. <laughs> or they got side pieces wherever they go, whatever it is, feature that it's going to be a feature for employment when people say, hey, come work with us. You get to, well, we got a travel account, expense account for you. That's going to be a feature that they're going to be selling as part of a package, right? To entice workers to come in along with flexible working, you know, remote and at home. It's going to be a nice combination. No longer will you see as many. Hey, I'm going to fly six hours for a one hour meeting and fly back tonight. That's going to be subdued a bit. Yeah. So that's, that was a crazy business model we all adhered to. We sent our younger guy and, um, cause he liked it because he was a single guy, but we're not, Sorry, buddy. We're not doing that as much. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah, listen, I, I was I was that guy. Oh, sure. You want me to just do that, you know, that two hour event in L.A.? Cool. I, I got it. Do, can I? I'm staying overnight. You can stay one night. <laughs> you got to fly back. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. But I think that's going to come down. But, and, you know, let's jump. Let's jump on travel real quick, man. So potentially yep. it could be a nightmare, right? Due to the uneven distribution globally of vaccines, right? So you might get, uh, hey, UK is shutting down right now again, traveling to and from there, anything. I think domestic travel, if you want to look at maybe we're not giving advice, but you can look at some companies. Southwest, I think, is strictly domestic, right? That could be, a, you know, an interesting company looking forward with a nice valuation pop. Uh, so look at look at those kind of companies. But like if you're in Dubai, in India, you got cats with they have access to all three vaccines that are out in the market right now. We have two here. They have all three. You want some? I'll ship it to you. AstraZeneca's there. <laughs> 
uh, all, you know, as well as the other two that we have here, Moderna and Pfizer, right? So they, they've got access. Dubai, you can, uh, there's another, I'm not in that group chat, but a buddy told me who's I'm in a group chat with. He said, Hey man, they said I could fly and get one for like 15 K. <laughs> wow. Cause they're handing them out freely, right? It's cause they, you know, it's just America's behind the ball in that. I love America. I want it to win, but we got to get some things in order. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And speaking of traveling, one of the things that, uh, going to be a big hit and that continue to show, some traction was Airbnb, right? You think about hospitality, all the major hotels, they're pretty much are going to be, um, in 2021 specifically, they're going to be working from, working from behind. No one wants to go and stay into, in, in a big hotel with thousands of guests with potentially, you know, having COVID. So, you know, the world of, um, many asset heavy hotels are going to be, they're going to be suffering and Airbnb is going to be able to take up that slack because now you have people who are either working from home. They don't feel like traveling. If they do travel, they want to have some environment they can control. So their Airbnb of the world is going to just crush the game. And just looking at it right now, Airbnb's market cap is roughly around $120 billion. You think about the, the top, uh, five biggest hotels, Marriott's, Hilton's, uh, Intercontinental, uh, et cetera. Uh, they're only worth about, a hundred hundred billion dollars. So Airbnb B is worth more than the top five uh, hotels in, in the in the in the in the in the, uh, in the country or in the world. And I can see that continuing to last with Airbnb making a strong hold in uh, twenty twenty one. Nice, nice man. Um, All right. You know anything? Uh, yes, we should talk about K shape recoveries real quickly, and then we'll jump into Mark and B out if you want. Um, if, if you call it Clyde Anthony, but I, was I think gonna, K-shape I was just gonna say one more one more thing that we didn't touch on. Was uh, healthcare, right? We're going through COVID. Um, healthcare is going to be a huge opportunity across the board. You think about where a lot of these um, people have been impacted around health, not only with COVID stuff, but just preventative maintenance and healthcare because they haven't been able to go to the hospital. So companies like Walmart are going to be diving deeper into healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, you think, I don't know if you heard the news, but that, um, that, that deal between Berkshire Hathaway, JP Morgan, and Amazon went, went up in smoke. I think it was a company called Haven. Uh, yeah. and, and each of them said, you know, we're just going to try stuff on our own and, uh, move it forward. So I think healthcare, uh, being innovated on by these new Walmart, Amazon, going to kill Walmart, it. Amazon. Amazon's um, coming up on insurance, I think. Yep. They're coming out on insurance plan. Yeah. Just for their, so it's, so they can control their network. Uh, without insurance companies meddling in and telling them what they can and can't do. Yeah. Well, I bet yeah. another prediction, man. So they're going to get Amazon's already going to be, they're going to get into healthcare. They're even deeper, deeper, right? Walmart's in there. Walmart and Amazon are pretty much becoming very similar companies, you know, they're apart in many ways. But Amazon, if they have your healthcare information, all the other information they have on you and they offer insurance, you're going to be jacked up. Man, your, your price is going to get, you know, they got a lot of information. Oh, no. so, so Amazon's insurance, from my understanding, is just going to be internally. So it's just their employees. Yeah, I'm not telling you now, but that Clyde brought up a great point early, early episode last year that hey, their AWS started that way, right? And then yep. and then they're like, hey, we got a monetizable asset here. Let's put it to the market. Boom. Um, okay, anything else you want to add there? I'm gonna get into K Sharp recoveries. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So that's the thing we discussed one of these episodes before. Uh, you should check that episode. Out. Means okay, K Sharp recovery. It's going to continue. Unfortunately, it means gender, racial, and income inequality continues to worsen. Because of the, you know, because everything was amplified during the pandemic. We saw that richer countries have more jobs that can be done remotely, vice versa. So it's going to be, unfortunately, we need to get, get that better. We need to get, recalibrate that. Um, you know, you know, that's all on that one. <laughs> that's all I got. I could talk about the bubble real quickly. The bubble, the B word, the bubble, the B word. And it ties in all our conversation today. If it looks like a bubble, smells like a bubble. Exhibits PE ratios like a bubble. It's a mug of bubble. You know, it's gonna probably gonna implode at some point. But okay, there's two signs of this, though, right? Though, which is different about this. Signs of bubbles about to pop. You got a rapid rise in SPACs taking untested companies public. We we talked about that. Crazy first day pops. We talked about that. And loads of speculative trading from retail Ricky investors. Right? We're gonna. I'm, I guarantee I'm gonna bring retail Ricky Ricky retail up a lot this year because I I love them. <laughs> All right. Signs there's a the, there's not a bubble and just healthy growth. The Fed's promised to keep interest rates low for the foreseeable future up until next year, at least, if not longer. Uh, low stable rates leading to strong housing market, which then parlays into a lot of other things uh, and the arrival of coronavirus vaccines to end the pandemic. So who knows what's going to happen with this market, but it's going to be up 
and you're gonna have opportunity. Yep, I agree. All right. So this has been a good uh, uh, a good chat. These are our 2021 predictions. We made some good, uh, hopefully all great. Maybe even some that we uh, revisit and say, why, why did we make that prediction? But um, these have been our 2021 predictions. And what I want to do now is dive into a part of the episode where that we love uh, near and dear in our heart. Uh, shit you should know. Uh, this is something where we just share um, books, movies, documentaries, topics, um, articles, whatever that we think you should know and to dive into and, and, and check out on your own. So um, I'll let AG take off with it uh, and then go from there. Well, I don't know when our, our, our listeners are going to hear this episode, but with all the craziness that is going on in D.C. with, you know, uh, insurrection from the Trump supporters, I like to say shit you should know. The shit you should know is history. Civics class for America. Problem here is what people are, what we constantly have, we have a president, Trump, at this point, who has no idea how the government works. <laughs> and it's not something you learn. It's not something you learn in your later later years in life. It's your is what you start to pay you pay attention to in elementary school, middle school, and high school. The basics of how this country works. And that's the problem that you're seeing here. We got people running up the Capitol steps thinking that they can change the outcome of the election that was settled. And it was done correctly. He had all his rights to protest any kind of results. He went to the courts. They denied it. That's the system. And guess what? That's how the government works. If you want to change it, it's not an insurrection. You hire, you elect the people that you want, you have them change it. You don't go in and storm buildings with AR-15s because you're mad. Learn the system. Learn the government that you say you love, and we can have a better life. Sorry, that's all I got for you today. Now, you both educated me on a lot of the black experience in America in this last year. I knew a lot from previous friends, but never to the extent that we saw it in media so heavy last year, right? And, Anthony, you and I were talking about this before we got on. Like, Can you imagine if it was, how many, I don't know how many people, 800 black people doing the same thing today? How many shots would have been fired? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, and it, you, you helped me see that. Um, and it's, 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 it's in crazy. It's crazy. It's in, it, this is not a third world country an emerging economy. This is America. And we're like, a, we're supposed to be a gold standard. We're not acting like it. It's sad. All right. Next question. Uh, so for me, I want to, I want to highlight, um, a book that I try to read on an annual basis, uh, by Reginald F. Lewis. He was, um, one of the first, well, he was the first black person that, that, that created a billion dollar uh, company. He, the book is called why should white guys have all the fun? I recommend that book. Uh, I read it annually. And this is something that is uh, very inspirational to me. Reginald F. Lewis's book, why should white guys have all the fun is my recommendation uh, for shit. You should know. All right. I'm going to start like a quote. That's nice, man. Uh, a quote that we, you know, resembles all of 2020, right? You know, we heard that where there's a will, there's a way. Um, I'm going to just sum it up. 2020, where there's a will, there's a way that Jada Pinkett Smith is kicking it to August Alcina in the next room, baby. DL, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. Don't, so Community Food Bank in New Jersey. I got a couple. Um, we, my wife did the research and kudos to her. Uh, we didn't fly for Christmas, Thanksgiving this year. So all that money we're trying to give to folks, uh, $1 provides three meals, right? So, you know, we gave some money. Uh, if you can, community food bank, I like to give to the five city. I only lived in five, three cities in Illinois, Manhattan and New Jersey. So I like to give back to those communities. So if you could look at that community food bank, M. Night Shalomon, the servant. We talked about Apple. I'm about my free subscription is about ready to expire in February. So I'm trying to watch everything there. It's a pretty interesting show. Servant. It's, it's weird. It's it's straight out of his mind. Uh, check it out. <laughs> Succession. One last one. I know this show came out a couple of years back. I get on things a little bit late. You seen it? I I, I watched the first five episodes and I, I you know I, I if I can't keep on watching it yeah I stop watching it's and I it it has this moment. I love it's toxic. It. It's a great show. It's, if you get past, I yeah, I love it. It's like I think it's a fabricated family loosely based on two like Rob, Rupert Murdoch runs Conservative News Network and Disney. Parks, merchandise, etc. We're watching it now. We're on season two. Say again. Um, that's the way. I thought it was based off of him too. Oh, is it no? Co- Colin? Uh, S-E, uh, who are you talking about? Oh, Ailes. Never mind. Ailes. Roger Ailes. No, he's the one that passed away. Viacom. Ah, never mind. Never mind. I interrupted your thing. My bad. 
Yeah, and then um, Chamath Palipatia gave shout out to Vinod Kosla. He's a you know Kosla Ventures, um, dear dear guy. This guy has killed it, and he said he's one of the best venture folks, and he's just a gold standard, premium platinum standard of VC folks, and what he tried to do. Try he's trying to get the next emerging community in this space to do as well as he did, and he's a good guy. I met his daughter at Nexus, and she's just a dope family. Um, and they were talking about some guy, Sahil Bloom, which I think if you two are okay with it, we'll have him on the show sometime. I don't know him, but he's dear friends with them. And Sahil Bloom, if you look on his Twitter account, he's dropping knowledge of finance and investing and how markets and everything work and how wars and everything impact us. Mother's a BBP, father's a Harvard professor. Let's get him on. Uh, let's get them on too. Yeah, absolutely. We've had some great guests on the show and you've led the charge and, and um, you know, we've had some really, really good conversations. So look out for more of that. But before we get off, I'm going to talk about our whiskey of the episode. Um, today we featured New Riff, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, you know, I'll kick it off. It's something nice and smooth, something that I've been sipping on prior to the episode and one that I recommended. It's uh, um, it's pretty good. It's, it's, you know, like a fresh oak, a hint of vanilla, a little rice spice, uh, real smooth. You can have it straight or you can have it uh, with a little mix. But, you know, um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's a buy, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. That's a, for the rest of, the, rest of our season, I'm going to say a buy or no. Yeah, okay. Nice. I, I got to make sure I'm sure fair. And I can't say all buys and all no's. It, it can't be one so but anyway, I think it's good. It actually has a, a complex taste to it. I, I really can't dis- determine the flavors right now, um, but I also have a cold. So, you know, <laughs> oh, don't take I'm kidding. Check his temperature. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's good. Anyway, <laughs> it's a buy. <laughs> um, I like it. It's got a peppery feel to it. Not smoky, but peppery. Has a little kick to it. Um, and I taste that vanilla and cinnamon. I always do. Even if it's not there. <laughs> it's just in my head. It's a good one. I like it. Well done, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, that was our uh, that, was, that was our pick. And just for our listeners, it's the uh, uh, whiskey of the day. It's a New Riff uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um yeah, so this has been a good episode, fellas. Um, you know, thanks to our listeners for checking us out and diving in deep with us. Uh, check us out on whiskeyhue.com. Follow us on all social platforms and uh, make sure you like us and leave some comments. Peace. Peace.